But leading the charge is a 32-year-old veteran Marlins infielder, John Birdie. He recently broke the Marlins record with 22 straight successful steal attempts. So how has John Birdie been so good at this? What are the techniques to a delayed steal that Birdie pulls off? Well, it's time to break it down. The importance of being a great base runner is truly invaluable. Being able to be a spark plug for your team and also get yourself into scoring position to possibly win a ball game. And so what we're gonna talk about is the art of stealing. And when it comes to stealing, we're gonna break down a little bit more delay steal. Talk about John Birdie and how he's able to be so perfect on the base pass with 22 straight steals. There goes Birdie. He's flying. Let's the base for John Birdie. He makes the best of all of his opportunities. He's leading the National League. So when we're talking about stealing a base, in softball, we don't get a lead the way you do in baseball. So what we have to do is we have to take off when the pitcher releases the ball. So what I would do is if I'm here, I'm driving, take my lead. From then, what you're looking for on a delayed steal is you're looking for one, which way the pitcher turns. If the pitcher grabs the ball and she turns this direction, right, and she's right-handed, she's in a perfect throwing position to get you out. So that's what one you want to look for, the pitcher's position. If she turns the opposite way, it's a little bit harder for her to make that throw and better chance of you being safe. Also, what you want to look for is the catcher, how it is that she's getting ready to throw the ball. Is she lobbing the ball back to the pitcher? Is she getting up and throwing the ball hard? Is she throwing from her feet, throwing from her knees? Okay, you want to see how engaged the pitcher and the catcher are. And what I'm doing is I am being very quiet. In order to have a great delay steal, you want to be very quiet on the base pass. You don't want to draw a lot of attention to yourself, right? So maybe the first pitch, 
You chilled out a little bit, okay? Second pitch again, taking good lead, but you're not being super aggressive. You're making it so that they're not concerned or worried that you're gonna be taking off to run. And then when they expect it the least, you're out here, ready to go, you're watching. What you're gonna see from the catcher is as soon as she goes up to throw, as soon as you see that ball about to release from her last fingertips is when you wanna take off. Because by then it is too late. If you're speedy, if you're fast, you're able to take second base without the pitcher even realizing and it's too late for them to get you out, right? You're here, you're calm, your feet are settled, right? As soon as you see that she's getting ready to throw, you can even pretend like you're going back towards first base and then drive off to take off to second base. In baseball, the way John Birdie did it, right? Because you get a lead. Okay, what he did was with a lefty pitcher. He was also very quiet on the base pass, right? He didn't cause a lot of attention to himself. He showed no signs that he was going to actually steal or that he was trying to engage. So here's boom. So now the catcher isn't so much worried about John Birdie, right? He's just trying to frame the ball, trying to get the ball in a good position. So when John Birdie noticed that, the mannerisms of the catcher, right? He's here, he took his secondary lead, two hops, Right, take your secondary lead, and as he sees the catcher takes that one extra second, he's off. You watch Birdie, little hop, little hop, and then he goes. He catches the infield off balance, little delayed steal. There you go, nice idea. Being very undetectable, being sneaky, but knowing that what the catcher is doing, those slight moments, the slight seconds, baseball, softball, this game is a game of inches. And that one inch that that pitcher took to try to frame that ball was that one inch that John Birdie needed to get to second base. Birdie's going to steal. Another stolen base for John Birdie. Birdie, man, just continues to get great jumps. Oh, you've got to love the way John Birdie plays this game. So, do you think you can do it? I want to see those stolen bases, whether you're on the field, in the backyard, or even sliding on the floor. Have a parent or guardian send in a video to at MLB Network with the hashtag PlayBall, and you might make it on a future show. Still to come, we show you Baseball America's 2022 College Baseball Player of the Year, Yvonne Melinda. Yeah. But first, it's time for some trivia. Which player has the most stolen bases of all time? Ready? We'll tell you later in the show. Here's Yvonne in Studio 42. 
All right, y'all, I'm here with the Hispanic Titanic, El Rey, the Latino Bambino. You know, let's just keep it simple. The best player in college baseball, Ivan Melendez of the Texas Longhorns. Hispanic Titanic with a blast again. <laughs> Melendez doesn't get cheated. That home run, Mark, you didn't just lead the nation. You, you broke a record. I mean, we've yeah. never seen that many dingers in the BB Core era. So did that mean something special? And like Chris Bryant, yeah. this, that's that's the company you, you surpassed. Yeah, um, you know, Chris Bryant, you know, he's, he's a legend in the making right now. He's one of the best to ever do it. Chris Bryant! You just can't get him out. And, you know, he reached out to me after, uh, you know, hit that his uh, record-breaking home runner. He did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He reached out. What did he say? Nothing. He just said, what's up, dude? It's Chris Bryant. I just <laughs> wanted to, you know, congratulate you. And, you know, I've been watching you, uh, you know, rake all season. And it's been fun to watch. And, you know, if you ever need anything, just reach out. I, I want to talk about your journey because I yeah. think something that everybody in baseball speaks about is that success isn't a straight line. Yeah. And for you, you weren't highly recruited out of high school. You yeah. went to JUCO for other kids who may be following a similar path. Yeah. They want to be drafted out of high school. They want to have all the D1 offers, but they don't yeah. yet. Yeah. What were the lessons that you learned along your way that you could share with them? Um, for me, I was just staying patient. You know, patience is key. You know, everybody wants everything right away, but, you know, you have to put in the time, put in the work. And, you know, after a while, the hard work shows, and I feel like this year was kind of, you know, the result for me. This is one of the best hitters the college game has produced in some time. Obviously, I've always wanted to play professional baseball, and, you know, I was a 16th round pick last year, and just like hearing everything, you know, from the critics, like he can't field, or, mm. you know, we've only seen him hit, and I just felt like, had a lot to prove just coming back to school. I, I want to explore your roots a little bit further. You're yeah. the pride of El Paso, and that community, you mean a lot to them, and it yes, means sir. a lot to you. And yes, you're sir. a bridge really across Texas, uh -huh. given your roots there, yeah. and of course your success mm -hmm. at UT Austin. How much do you hold that on your heart every yeah. time you step onto the field? What you represent in your own community? Yeah, um, I just take pride in it, just knowing that everybody back home is supporting me and rooting for me, and you know the Hispanic. Uh, community is just kind of on my back right now. Everybody's just rooting for me. Obviously, um, El Paso is kind of like an island out there. Nobody really goes out there to recruit or, mm -hmm. you know, you hardly see scouts out there. And I just feel like, you know, it's kind of slept on. So, um, you know, I want to change that. And, you know, I want to pay way for the, you know, for the younger guys coming up. All right, then these things aren't for show. Yeah. We want to put you to work here. But yeah. forget the T and I'm not going to flip it to you. We got your teammate, Sweet yeah. Pete Hansen. So Pete, you're going to flip some to right. Ivan here, your teammate. So yeah. Ivan, I want you just to kind of talk through your work. Yeah. Um, but first, who are some players that you take from as you yeah. go about your business? Um, I like to break down uh, Nolan Swing. Nolan being Nolan. I like watching him on the breaking balls. I kind of like how he sticks his head through. He keeps his head down, you know, over the plate, and he keeps that length. You know, sometimes you see that one-hand finish, that, you know, that high finish. I remember watching one of his home runs against the Brewers uh, this year. Way back, and it's a gutter! Two-run shot by Arenado. And he just, like, nails it perfectly. He keeps that length, and, you know, no, um, no. I got on FaceTime with him one time, and he just... You know, told me on Osby, just keep that length. So. That too low connection coming strong. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Sure. Troy Tulowitzki right there. Not bad having a five-time All-Star working with your hitters and infielders. I mean, you compared to Goldschmidt mm -hmm. a little bit. I've heard Big Cat, Andres Galarraga, yeah. Chris Bryant, your record. Uh -huh. and all, a lot of those guys, yeah. A-Rod, high one-handed finish. But sometimes uh -huh. on your tape, you can see going all the way through. So. Yeah. What separates the two yeah. styles of finishes? Um, so when I finish with two hands, it usually means like it was a fastball and I just caught it deeper. 
and Got it. you know I can finish my swing. Um, usually if I finish with, with one hand, it was an off-speed pitch, you know, change up or curveball, and I just kept that length and, and stayed through. Just it. kept, yeah, kept going through. And this ball is crushed to left. Crushed. It's the only word I can use. So I kind of try to do it like that, you know, where it looks like I'm cowed out in front, but I keep that length and try to stay through it. Do you like to do a lot of work pregame or do you keep it light? Uh, I like to do a lot. You do? I want my body to get going. I want to feel warm. You want to work a lot. Yeah, I want my swing. I want to get the most out of my swing. All right, so now let's try the two-handed finish where you let yeah. it travel a little bit more. So this is more with high-velocity pitches, heaters. Yeah. All right, so did we get that lather you're hoping for, like you pregame? Yeah. yeah, more or less, more or less. <laughs> Ivan yes, Melendez, again, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you in person, yes, man. Uh, it was awesome to watch you throughout the college baseball year. We can't wait to see you doing the pros. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Coming up, did your favorite play of June make it in the walk-off? Oh, did he pull that in? He did! I don't know if I can get you. That ring is good. There's nothing better. So... That's what I'll be thinking when I get that ring today. Now, let's get back to the trivia question. Which player has the most stolen bases of all time? Get your answers ready and watch this. Greatest offensive player I ever saw was Ricky Henderson. The quickness is incredible. You have to imagine how many ways this guy can beat you. It's gone. There aren't many leadoff men who can launch one like that. He was just that much faster than everybody else. He did it better than anybody. Ricky Henderson. It was amazing. The major league stolen base king. He could change the game faster than any player I ever saw. Today, I'm the greatest of all time. Thank you. As you can see, Ricky Henderson has the record for the most stolen bases of all time. He has 1,406. Now, let's show you the best moments of June in the walk-off. Great intensity and joy over the month of June. If I can get through this, that ring is good. There's nothing better. So that's what I'll be thinking when I get that ring today. Finish this month with a flourish. What a June. 